September sky Watching as clouds went by We confessed everything to each other Hey everybody, welcome to Adventure Retire, a podcast where retired people share what they're doing in their retirement to help inspire you to live your best retired life. We are Kurt and Cindy Liljadal, your hosts, and today we're going to talk to Roger and Dorothy. They're going to Arizona. These yeah. are, I mean, we grew up in Texas, a lot of winter Texans down there, and we've talked to some, but these people go to Arizona where I read something like 300,000 people go to Arizona or more. Wow. And it's a big boom on their economy. Do you think they call them snowbirds like we used to call? Well, we call ours winter Texans. I don't think they're, uh, yeah, they're probably snowbirds. Snowbirds too, yeah. Or, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. But first, a life lesson from Kurt's book, his best-selling book, Fix the Problem and Other Life Lessons from a Pragmatic Dad. Gentlemen, act like a gentleman. Ladies, act like a lady. Oh, I like that one. I'm a big believer in this one. I am too. You know, when we go out, I want my wife to be proud of me when we're in public. And even in the house, yes, I know I fart and I burp. You, <laughs> you know, do. I am a guy. I'm not going to say anything. But you can be a gentleman. You can open the door for ladies. You can be polite. You can be well-dressed. It's, you can be well-groomed. Yeah, it's always it's so sweet when you see those couples where you see the gentleman you know, opening the doors for his wife. We've seen that before when we've been out together. And the wife know. says thank you. That's right. You know, the door swings both ways, though, too. Ladies. Act like a lady, dress like a lady, you know, make when it you so your to. husband is proud of you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a good thing. Yeah, nothing will impress a lady more. I mean, if you're taken out on a first date or something, or a girl, and you open doors and you're a gentleman, it, it'll impress them, you know, but keep that stuff up during your 35-year marriage. Did you do that when you were, like, in high school on dates? I don't know. You would have to ask those ladies, and I probably did There didn't. was a lot of them, I'm sure. see, I'm learning in my old age. Yes, okay. All right, let's get on with it. Today we're talking to Roger and Dorothy, and they retired, and they go south to Arizona in the winter. Yeah, we. Um, first of all, we always ask our guests, how long have you been retired, and what did you do back in the working days? Well, one of us retired in 2004. Um, and I worked for the post office for 35 years and I retired after I'd worked there that long. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. Most of your, half of your life. Yeah. Then my wife just retired here, um, last fall. Okay. Actually, in December, I retired. Um, I'm a hairdresser and salon owner and, um, I had put in 50 years, so I figured it was time to retire. Yeah. Oh, wow. 50 years. Yeah, I think well, so. I think you deserve that. If you're the salon yeah. owner, you're probably the best looking one out of you too, right? <laughs> I have to take care of him too. No. Yeah. <laughs> Still have one customer yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I still have one lifelong customer. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. we're talking to you today because you guys go down to Arizona, and we've talked to people who go to Texas, mm-hmm. and we've talked to expats that go all over the world, Mexico and like that, but we haven't talked to anybody in Arizona yet. First of all, how long have you been going to Arizona? Um, let's see. Probably like 2000. Let's see, it's been, we own for 11 years, and we went down there a couple years before that, so probably 13 years. Okay. okay. And what part of Arizona do you go to? We go to uh, Green Valley, which is um, about 20 miles south of Tucson. 
And we're about 60 miles north of Nogales, Mexico. Okay. Oh, wow. I've always heard such great things about Tucson. Have you guys done any little trips to Tucson? Yeah, it's it's close, and there's a lot to do up there. So, yeah, we, we make a trip up there. We practically... So okay, you don't see any gunfights or anything like that, right? Because that's always right. You know, gun smoke—that's what it's it just. Not... That seems to be with Tucson, Arizona. I think you're thinking of Tombstone. No, you're Tombstone to go to the gunfights. Yep. Yeah. 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 However, there is the um, movie set up there in Tucson that we went to. Also, the oh. uh, I can't think of what it's called right now. No, they they do a lot of cowboy shows like back in the. 60s and 70s and 80s on this film site up there in Tucson. Okay. I, I can believe that. Okay, so why did you decide to go to Arizona? I, did you check out Texas and Florida? Florida well, back when Roger worked for the post office, um, we went to Florida once, then we went to Arizona, back to Florida, and back to Arizona. Texas. And we also went to Texas one time. And of the of all of them, we just seem to like Arizona better. That's and great. Was okay. it the same place there, Green Valley, or did you try different places? Because we've heard like Mesa and of course Sun the, City. Yeah, the Phoenix area, which is huge. I think we wanted to be in a smaller town. The town is maybe like twenty five thousand. Oh yeah. And it's fifty five and older. One of you has to be fifty five and older to live there. So it's a pretty upscale community. And then in the winter time, there's maybe another fifteen thousand or so that come in there for winter. Wow, population grows. Right, it, they say it nearly doubles during the winter months. Um, when we went down there, when Roger was working, we first of all went to the Mesa area. Okay. And that was okay, you know. But then we hadn't been there for quite a while, and then when we got the uh, went to Green Valley, it just seemed more uh, like the type of area we wanted to be in rather than the bigger area. Right. Yeah, her brother goes to Surprise, Arizona, and he's told us, you know, if you fly here to visit me, the airport's an hour and a half. So he says, I'm not coming to yeah, get you. Yeah, you're going to have to Uber. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, then we're not coming to visit. So, <laughs> but we'll see. That's one good thing about Tucson, the airport. They have a nice airport and it's kind of small. Yeah. Um, so you can drive in there and drop somebody off or pick somebody up. It's not big by any means, and it's only 20 minutes away. So it's it's pretty handy for people flying in. Or right. if you want to fly in and, and rent a car or have a car when you're already down there, so you don't have to drive down there for – it's like about 1,200 miles okay. from here. Okay. Two, two day long two-day drive. Yeah. We started out in Green Valley by going down there for two weeks. And then we liked it, so the next uh, year we decided to rent the same townhouse. And then we were going to rent a townhouse again for the third year, the same one, but decided we wanted to try a different area of the town. Green Valley has um, lots of different uh, sections of town that are developments, kind of. Okay. So we thought we would try a different area. The third year, but I was online and found this house for sale, and we kind of looked at it, thought about it. It was close to tennis courts, kind of made an offer, flew down to look at it, 
they accepted the offer, and that's kind of how it went. Okay. <laughs> well, that well, worked out good. Now, is this a the house is in a like a senior living area or? Um, the whole town is one of you has to be fifty five to buy it own there. Oh wow, the whole town. Not really a senior area. I mean, it's just the town is just people of our age, maybe in that fifty five to eighty five type category. I guess maybe. Okay. They have what they call a GVR down there, and when you buy a place, you have to pay an extra that two thousand dollars maybe over for the house, and then you're kind of grandfathered into this GVR, which there's like ten rec centers with um, tennis courts and swimming pools and exercise rooms. Plus, they have everything else you want to do, like woodworking or silversmithing or pottery. Oh okay. wow, there's a lot to do then. Do you guys play tennis? Not anymore. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're into pickleball now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we are game. too. We love it. Great game. <laughs> it seems like tennis is kind of becoming past. I think it was a big thing down there 25, 30 years ago because they had a lot of courts down there at, at one time, which they still do. But it seems like the majority of the people now, probably 80% of the people are now playing pickleball. That's and they built 26 new courts down there. Oh, nice. Are they just turning the tennis courts into pickleball? Because I've seen that, like one tennis court. You can almost make three tennis courts. You can make like six pickleball courts and use the old nets. I don't think they're doing that. I think they've got a kind of an old guard of tennis players down there that are not really allowing that or not going along with that. Okay. Underneath this, GVR stands for Green Valley Recreation. Oh, thank and you. And underneath that umbrella are lots of different groups for instance uh, you have tennis you have pickleball um, all sorts of swimming clubs card clubs photography ceramics all these different things so in regards to the tennis courts they probably had oh i would say probably 600 members of the tennis club which wow. is still in the gvr but as pickleball has gained popularity then some people are members of both but i think there's a lot more pickleball players now than there are tennis players okay do yeah. you do you have like a golf cart to get around down there or some type of a electric vehicle because i know when we go to port aransas we rent a golf cart it's just easier to get around but means that whole town is you know kind of the recreation part do you how do you get around well we we drive okay. most of or bike, one or the other. Um, Green Valley is kind of unique in a way. It's long and divided by the interstate from north to south. So it's about seven and a half miles long, but probably four miles wide. Okay. And not real sure just exactly on those dimensions. So it's kind of long and narrow. So all these centers, they can be from you know, up north, we're kind of in the middle of all of it. Um, so we can go either direction. But they're far enough away we, we need to drive. Okay. We can we can, bike. we can bike. We can bike yeah. to a couple and they're maybe like half a mile away. And then the, they don't really have a main street. It's more of a mall area, kind of a like that where it's only like two blocks from where we live. So you can walk down there for groceries or whatever, things like that. So everything's pretty pretty centralized and pretty handy. So we don't really drive a lot, you know, to do things sometimes. Okay. Um, 
the the living. I mean, in South Texas, we had a lot of mobile home parks, but there were like duplexes, you know, and condos. stuff like that. Condos. What what do y'all live in down there? I mean, you have a house, or what do you see around you as far as for people to get? Our um, area is called Clara Vista del Val, and it is a two cul-de-sacs. We're kind of lucky that way. We don't have much traffic in there. Right. We own a townhouse. We're attached on one side, and we're with the last one in the line there. So we're next to an arroyo. Okay. And there are other areas of the town that have single houses. Okay. There's only one area that has like the park models. We we have a small area of that. And then there's another section that has like the double wide trailers. Okay. And there are also um, condos in one area of town, but a lot of it is single family dwellings. Probably there maybe two-thirds single dwelling and maybe another third of townhouses where they're connected to each other. Um, and maybe they run like 1,200 to 1,500 square feet in that area for the townhouses. Okay. That's okay. nice. Yeah. And um, if you don't mind me asking, approximate cost of... Uh, like, what, well, to rent? Yeah, to rent or um, to to buy a place down there. What's a ballpark figure? That's kind of hard to say because 10 years ago, um, I think we paid around $2,000 a month to rent. Okay. And uh, it's went up in a little bit, but I don't think it's considerably higher. I, I haven't really looked lately to see what it was because when you own, you just right. don't right. looking at that. I think maybe, you know, it'll run for something nice, and a nice house with 1,500 square feet. It'll run like that, 2000 to 2500 and that's all furnished and and everything you just walk in for a month okay okay and then to buy something like that what's a ballpark figure? something like that prices went up quite a bit i think it bottomed out maybe two or three years after we bought maybe like eight years ago it bottomed out right then houses that maybe were 100 to 100 and a quarter maybe are now at 175 to two that's probably the ballpark for something, you know, in that medium range. Okay. Okay. That's nice, though. Now, this might sound like a stupid question, but are there families with young kids around there, too? Or, no, you said one of them has to be 55. Yes, and there is a another rule that says um, no one under 18 can be a permanent resident, which is kind of funny. I, I thought about this today when I, I read this again, that... If you can't be a permanent resident under 18, then somebody could be a permanent resident from 18 to 55. Right. Yeah. So you get that younger ex, uh, that younger um, second husband or that younger <laughs> second wife or so. As long as one of you is 55. That's right. Can... <laughs> well, Cindy turned 55 before me, so but that's that's been a little while ago. Um, okay. How long do you go down for? We go down this year. We're going to go down the first of December um, for four months. We'll be back at the end of March. Oh my! Um, I stick around in November and do some pheasant hunting for a month. Okay. And then I come back here the first part of April and do a fishing show up in Medina, Minnesota. Okay. Um, but the weather is maybe cooler down there December and January. Maybe 
and I say by cool, I may be more like 60s, low 60s, mid 60s. Right. When you get into February and March, then you get into 70s and, and 80s maybe. So it it's really gets nice. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good weather. You're, well, you're not so stinking hot, you yeah. know. We lived on the border, and, you know, for we loved where we lived, but, oh, my goodness, it was, you know, 90 degrees. It's 90 degrees there today, you yeah. know. And, Have you ever oh. gone down there in the summer? Um, we've been down there in October, September, October, September, October and I, I thought it was pleasant. It was warm, but it was still pleasant. 90 doesn't seem too bad because the humidity is sometimes it's like 5% or 10% or 15%. It's really low. So you can be outside working in 90 degree weather and you come back in and you're not even sweating. That's just how much the humidity is. Right. Yeah. And I've always heard people say that. Sometimes they'll say, oh, yeah, it's 110, but it's a dry heat. Well, I don't give a crap. If it's 110. (laughs) When it gets over 90, I think people stay in. They go out maybe till 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, and then they just stay in till about 6 o'clock at night. I mean. Yeah. That's what we used to do in Texas. Yeah. Well, it was called work. Yeah. We went to work. (laughs) Okay. What are some of your favorite activities? You already talked about pickleball. What, What else do you do down there to have fun? We bike um, up to, we go up to Tucson to bike because in Green Valley, there isn't really a bike trail and Tucson has a bike trail or path that goes quite a bit around the city. Okay. We just started to do that last year because um, we didn't have a bike rack on our car to take our bikes up there, but we have purchased one and that will make it a lot easier. Right. So we can do... You know, if we want to do 20 miles or we want to do 10 miles, we can kind of do that having a bike rack, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to take our bikes to a different area. And the trail goes around the city so we can see some different areas. Okay. Um, we are real close to the mountains. We're about 15 miles from the Santa Rita Mountains and Madeira oh, nice. Canyon. So we like to go out there to go hiking, which that's a big area that um, mm-hmm. people like to go out and bird watch because Green Valley is kind of on the bird path, so to speak. Right, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I, I could get into bird watching big time. It's, it's, it's always so neat to, to see nature and be out there inside. Well, the the main bird that people go to look for sometimes out there is called the elegant trogan. Oh, wow. We've never seen one. <laughs> Nobody has. Nobody has. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the bird watchers take it pretty serious out there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, we had, um, we were on the migratory pattern in South Texas, and my cousin, who's a big birder came down one time or ornithologist mm-hmm. whatever you call him but he went to over to south padre island and he said he saw a couple double-breasted wobblers <laughs> yeah. and I, I think those are girls in bikinis i don't think that's a real <laughs> but but he was so that that is a bad joke but he he actually the day they came into our place he came down with three other guys that were birders too and they were so excited because on our telephone lines Right outside of our subdivision, yeah. they found a bird that they had been waiting to see and marked down for like ever. And yeah. it was right there, you know, and they were like, oh, my God, the bird's down here. <laughs> well, I, I can appreciate birds, but I'm not a, a birder, I don't think, you know. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Okay, mountains, 
uh, biking. What else? Pickleball? Um, well, we like to take, you know, some little trips and kind of explore some of the areas which we've been to Tombstone. Uh, Bisbee. Bisbee's a neat town, kind of, it was a mining town back at the turn of the century and they and had a lot of breweries and, and different areas like that. And it still looks like maybe it did in the 50s. Oh, and there's okay. different, different levels where the houses, it sits down in a really deep valley. And then the houses are up on levels, like maybe like three or four levels really? of these houses just around the whole town. It's still kind of a neat old town to see down there. Yeah. And how far is that away from you? Probably an hour and a half, two hours kind of southeast. Oh, that ain't bad. That area. That ain't bad. Yeah. Um, things, things are pretty close around there within an hour or two. Phoenix is three hours away, which we don't go up there too much. But there's some lakes around the area, too, that are kind of interesting to see. And I've never done much fishing yet down there and I maybe won't but um it's kind of neat to see and they have hiking trails around them and things like that have you ever gone down to Mexico we have not we've been to Nogales which is half of Nogales is in Mexico and half of it's right. in the United States side um we've never went in there we haven't had our passport and I really don't have a big desire to go in there I don't have anything I really need or want down there I guess. okay no, yeah well the border right. towns are different than going yeah, into Mexico true. anyway yeah you're right there's pretty few people that we know that go down there to the dentist. They go oh. into Nogales, and things are uh, quite a bit cheaper, like half price. And they say that the dentist's office down there are just as the modern, state of the art, state yeah. of the art, even more so than here, I guess. They're really a lot of those dentists are trained in America yeah. and then go back, you know. So yeah. I used to play tennis with a guy. He was University of Nevada Las Vegas dentistry, and yeah, he licked, worked down in Mexico and. They can get it by cheaper because of the uh, insurance. Yeah, insurance and stuff like that. In in Green Valley itself, um, are are there like restaurants and coffee shops and stuff like that that you can go to, or do you have to go into another part of the town? No, we have. Um, there are quite a few Mexican restaurants. Um, yeah, we we have a big variety of restaurants. I think. I, I think being the town is an older town. It's got lots of banks and a lot of a lot of restaurants. Isn't that true? It seems that that's that's everywhere. There's a lot of banks, but that seems to be the two big things down there. I think is um, those two things for food. A lot of Hispanic food, but but restaurants around town. There's probably a dozen of them. Plus, there's some fast food, and we've got on the outskirts WalMarts and and all that kind of thing like that too. It's kind of growing and building. You can just tell in the last ten years, there's been more things come in on the outskirts of town and Sarita is right north of us just kind of almost touching Green Valley and that's the big Hispanic town that's really growing I think it's the fastest growing town in Arizona maybe from oh and it's not restricted so that's where um, the, the young people really right. young people with families that's where they are located in close to our area okay it's going to say something about uh, Green Valley now I've lost my one, train. One thing we like about Green Valley is it, it's safe. Like you can walk around at night anytime you want, even in the middle of the night, and you, and you wouldn't worry about anything. Oh, nice. And they don't have a police force because they're not incorporated in the town. So the sheriff's department from Tucson comes down and patrols a little bit. And then they have volunteer people that are retired that they give them a 
SUV and they just kind of drive around town. They don't have a gun or anything, but they have a radio. And so if they see anything out of line, then they can call the sheriff or call the Tucson police department to come in and check out or help out. But okay. Okay. It's really, you know, that's what I like about it is you don't have to worry about the crime. There's not much of that at all down there. Right. Right. Now you, you say, um, well, you guys come from Iowa. How does the cost of living when you talk about, and I know this is kind of splitting hairs, but when you talk about restaurants and electricity, groceries, groceries, stuff like that, movies and like that, how's your cost of living compared to where you live most of the year? I think it's pretty comparable to what we have here. Um, Of course, like every place else, things have went up. Yeah. with the last few years beef especially that was kind of a shock just going to the grocery store the other day to see what the price of beef was here oh, i know yeah my but, my diet coke went up quite a bit i was bummed <laughs> well that's probably a good thing hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's what I tell him. <laughs> you sound like my wife there be careful <laughs> water is cheap <laughs> i think mainly for the most part things are pretty comparable um maybe the taxes on your house or maybe a little less than they would be in Iowa. How much, I don't know. I wouldn't say half, but maybe a third less or so at least. Okay. Um, okay. And the utilities and everything else are pretty comparable, I think, in water and, and everything. I, you don't really notice much difference, I don't think, on that. Okay. Now, speaking of taxes, Arizona doesn't have personal income tax. And moving from Texas to Iowa, we learned how to pay state income tax <laughs> did we ever and it was a painful experience have you ever considered or do you see in the future as we age and have winter up here in iowa do you ever see a day where you go down there for more time six months in a day and you know i would take a big pay raise because no income tax i think we've looked into that and talked about it but i think four months in arizona i think we're ready to come home okay i mean it's kind of nice when you have your own home here and have things to do that you want to do to get back. Maybe if you didn't have a home and you just had a apartment here in town, it'd be different. But as long as I have a house here and have things to do and, and fish and, and clean up and stuff like that, I, I think four months down there, it's long enough that you can do what you want to do. And it maybe starts to get long after that, maybe in a way. Okay. For me, I, I guess I really like the four seasons, you know, something about all of the seasons. I like all of that. And to be honest with you, sometimes day after day of sunshine kind of gets on my nerves. Which oh, okay. <laughs> See, now, since we've moved back, day after day of snow gets on oh, my nerves. Oh, quit it. It's, it's, yeah, he only says that because he's the one that's out scooping. Yeah. <laughs> well, that part of Iowa you don't like. That, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I'm like you, Dorothy. I like having the seasons, and the seasons are are to me just they're worth everything. Well, there's part of every season that you don't like. You know, sometimes you summer you get too many bugs and it's too hot. Fall, I, I like fall until we start losing all the leaves and it gets kind of mucky looking around. But and winter, you know, if it's it's. You know, just that first good snowstorm and you can stay inside and don't have to get out of your pajamas all day, kind of that sort of thing, you know. But you go to Arizona, you said. <laughs> yes, yes. 
But, you know, it does snow in our area, too. We The last two years, we've had snow oh, really? um, that built up. Maybe it snowed all day long. And that was kind of fun, actually. Right. You know, we had a little bit of the winter, mm-hmm. but it doesn't stay long. It's melted the next day. It's right. melted. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. you um, Have you gotten to know a lot of the, like in your little town, where your townhouse is, you said there's like two, uh, two cul-de-sacs. Have you gotten to know all your neighbors pretty well? Well, our little area is just 21 homes. Okay. And um, it's, it's a little bit older area and people are and the people are older in our 21 homes so it's a good thing that we have green valley recreation because then we can go out and visit or get to know other people Uh through some of these activities um so I, i really think green valley or the green valley recreation is what kind of drew us down there was kind of a selling point oh for sure yeah. They they do like, I don't know, dances and uh music and things yeah, like that. Concerts and stuff or concerts too that are available through the Green Valley Recreation. But, you know, again being close to Tucson, um there's larger entertainment, bigger named entertainment there. Right. right. And there's casinos which offer good entertainment. Yeah. Right. Are are there any disc golf places around where you are? We like to play disc golf. We love to play disc golf. Not that I'm familiar with. We do have, they took one of the golf courses down there, which I think there were five or six golf courses at one time. And they made that into kind of a park. And I at one time there was talk of doing something like disc golf, but... I'm not sure if it has been done or not. I think because of the age of everybody in the town, I just don't think that maybe that's a big yeah. priority in that town. Yeah, yeah, we found that that we're about the oldest. We, we don't see a lot of there. people our age playing. So yeah, and I don't know that I've seen it in Tucson, but I'm sure they have it up. Oh through. yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they have it. Yeah. Where you where you have millennials, you have yeah. disc golf, but Tucson is an interesting town. It's it's long. I mean, it's a big town of like a million people, but there's just stores here and there and restaurants here and there. You never really get into a, a main area. There's just businesses all over the town, and you never know where they're going to be. You have to really get an address and get on a GPS, and I don't know how they support themselves, but I think with all the people in town, they just kind of know where to go to do this or do that. And right. So it's, it's kind of an interesting town. It's, and how often do you get up there? Oh, probably at least once a week. We like to go antiquing also, okay. check out the antique stores. Um, I love that too. <laughs> I, I know what I was going to mention before was one of the things that we like to do in Green Valley is go to garage sales. You know, um, We also have an area called the White Elephant. That is uh, where people donate goods and then this... Uh, it gets sold several times. I might have bought something back a couple of times. I don't know. <laughs> um, and it's then the money point. is given back to the community. Oh, okay. In different aspects. So and it, they give away a lot of money. A lot of times when people die down there, maybe their children are maybe in California or the East Coast, they'll just contact this white elephant, which is like a goodwill, but it's a lot bigger and fancier. They 
got some expensive stuff down there. And they just contacted Great Elephant and tell them to they can have everything. Right. So they'll have a car sometimes, and then the only people that are paid in this thing are maybe the administrator and one or two people. So everybody else is a volunteer that gets things organized and priced and put out. Oh, so they give back like maybe a million and a half or so back to the city every year from their profits. Wow, that's, that's an great. interesting concept. That's a good concept. That is. That is. Because you're right. A lot of people, they might have their regular home back in Nebraska, Iowa, or something like that, where mm-hmm. all the family heirlooms and stuff are. And the oh. kids are like, well, yeah, there's nothing down there we need. So. And the kids are all over. Yeah. You know, you can't just... I'll go down there and clean stuff out. Right, right. Sometimes they don't come out, or maybe they just come out and take a few personal things. And and there's quite a few garage, garage sales are a big thing. Like every weekend, there maybe twenty or twenty-five of them yeah. in the whole town. And okay. a lot of them are people are deceased or they're going to the nursing home. So the churches and different organizations will come in and sell everything in in like two days, and then I think they take maybe. I don't know, 25 to 50% of gross. Right. But, you know, that's really nice for anybody who's just coming down there to start, like, their winter Arizona career. You know, they can get some of the things they need, and it's they're right there. That's how we furnished our house. Yeah. Through Goodwill. Yeah. And the White Elephant uh, garage sales. Yeah. We have friends who just moved to Florida, and their house was fully furnished. So. Yeah. <laughs> down here too and occasionally you'll see where they even have the car that goes with the house yep (laughs) there's did it was kind of a strange concept to me when we first went down there but it makes sense yeah just i mean it's going to the next next phase well it's a second house yeah so yeah okay we're getting to the end here and we always ask two questions your you betcha moment and your hell no moment you betcha moments kind of like the best thing you like about going to arizona i'm gonna let my wife answer that (laughs) Um, we know you like it. You're going there in December. So, yeah, I, I think the weather and the, you know, just to, during the winter, even though I don't mind winter, it's nice to be able to get outside and enjoy. And you get to see some new people, different people maybe, and get some different outlooks on things and right people that you don't see the other eight months of the year. I yeah. Guess maybe. I can see where that would be a huge bonus. Just yeah. kind of, you kind of have a, a whole different outlook. Circle of friends. Yeah. And yeah. Not, yeah. not the same old boring Monday, Wednesday, Friday group or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that group. Our neighbor is from a town like 35 miles away. She, They have the house connected right to us. So it's kind of fun to get together back and forth to in the evening and things like that. For And you can come borrow things and if you need something, there's somebody right there that can help you. So oh, yeah. you need to have somebody that you know right near next to you. Okay. So what's your hell no? What's the part that you maybe um, you don't like as much? Or the worst thing that's happened to you down there? Well, fell off a ladder. He fell off a ladder. That would be a bad thing. <laughs> Did you have to go to the hospital? Should have. He should have. Oh, <laughs> oh dear, Roger. <laughs> He probably had a concussion. I didn't get that night, but you know that is one of the things that happens a lot with retired people. 
you know, you're still able to climb a ladder, but maybe you shouldn't be. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And yeah. I, I know. I, t- I won't let Kurt climb ladders without me. And then, yeah, it's yeah, not Yeah, like good. she's going to break my fall. But... Yeah, I know, but I, it's scary. I didn't really fall off at the ladder went out from underneath me. I was on the end of it. And I got too much weight on the end and the bottom went out of it. And I, <laughs> oh, dear. I landed on top of it and I had rung marks up and down my back. Oh, the ladder yeah oh i bet that would hurt it did for a while yeah. so we still have a ladder but it takes <laughs> two of us i was gonna say that ladder's over there at the garage sale isn't it now <laughs> well i think we took it to the goodwill store yeah, there you go yeah. there you go well we want to thank you guys for joining us it's i mean arizona sounds good we we need to get there someday Yeah, i think definitely uh green valley's in my future yeah it sounds cool you got a spare bed at your place well, it's a two-bedroom house. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. that sounds All like right. fun too. All right. Yeah. We're heading to Texas this year, but you never know. We might show up on your doorstep like lost puppies someday. You could take the long route, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I suppose we could. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's like twelve hundred from South Texas over there, big triangle. But thank you for joining us. This has been fun and very educational. And and Roger, stay off of ladders. No, I'm still going up. I'm just being. <laughs> <laughs> Gra- gravity works in Iowa, too, just yeah. so you know. It does. Okay, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks Thank again. you for joining us. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, that was a great adventure. Yeah, I like Green Valley. That sounds like a really cool yeah. part of Arizona. I Mountains. Think, and... Yeah, I think Dorothy and, and Roger have a, a great four months down there, you can tell. Yeah, they got it going. Play pickleball, hiking, biking. Yeah, and you know, not a big, big city either. It sounds like it's very pretty. Yes. That part of, of Arizona sounds pretty. Yeah, just the mountains. small town-ish, you know, in the mountains. And I like how Green Valley is kind of like catered towards... Retired people. Yeah. Well, one of the things Roger told us after we hung up um, with the recording, he said that when they moved down there, they had a phone book that it was so neat that everybody that owned in that area, it talked about where they were from and and their careers. Yeah, what they did. He said down there, there's astronauts and physicists and engineers and school teachers and farmers. farmers Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see something like that. Yeah, well, it's neat too, because I suppose, you know, if you have plumbing problems, maybe you could look up in your phone book and say, oh, hey, Bob down the street was a plumber. (laughs) Maybe he can help me out. Right. I have a physics problem I want to figure out. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining us. That was a great talk from Roger and Dorothy. Oh, it's always great to learn about new adventures. And new, new places. Yeah. Yeah. We we want to thank you for joining us. And once again, please, please reach out to us at adventureretired at gmail.com or our website, adventureretired.com. Yeah, we have a Facebook page. And I just learned Facebook sent me something. Of course, Facebook's getting a bad rap right now. But Facebook sent me something. And I think I'm connecting our podcast to Facebook. So you can, I think, get on your Facebook and find our podcast and listen to it right through there. That. That's cool. But we're everywhere else. But you thanks for joining us. Huh? Yeah, me and Zuckerberg, <laughs> we're, we're tight. Yeah. But thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. I love you, Cindy. I love you more. And that's the kids love you.